0: Welcome to Morning Soap! At Fusion Church, our desire is that every believer would not just attend church, but also hear from God daily through His Word. As we read the Bible, we begin to see how God responds to things. Doing daily devotions repatterns the way we think, transforms the spirit of our mind, and helps us become more like Jesus. Join us here, Monday through Friday, as various pastors and leaders at Fusion Church Share devotion and teaching through that day's SOAP scripture. Download the current SOAP reading plan at fusionchurch.cc
1: SOAP. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Praise the Lord. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Well, praise God, praise God. Another Monday morning. Another beginning of the week, you know, let's keep ourselves focused on the Lord this week. God is on the move. Great things are beginning to happen, and we need to make sure that we maintain ourselves in him. This morning, uh, we're reading from Leviticus 7, and Pastor Jason is going to be reading for us. All
0: right. Good morning, Leviticus 7, and I am reading from the New King James Version. Can you guys hear me all right? Awesome. All right. Leviticus 7. Likewise, this is the law of the trespass offering. It is most holy. In the place where they kill the burnt offering, they shall kill the trespass offering, and its blood he shall sprinkle all around the altar And he shall offer from it all its fat, the fat tail and the fat that covers the entrails, the two kidneys and the fat that is on them by the flanks and the fatty lobe attached to the liver above the kidneys. He shall remove and the priest shall burn them on the altar as an offering made by fire to the Lord. It is a trespass offering. Every male among the priests may eat it. It shall be eaten in a holy place. It is most holy. The trespass offering is like the sin offering. There is one law for them both. The priest who makes atonement with it shall have it, and the priest who offers anyone's burnt offering, that priest shall have it for himself, the skin of the burnt offering which he has offered. Also, every grain offering that is baked in the oven and all that is prepared in the covered pan or in a pan shall be the priest who offers it. Every grain offering, whether mixed with oil or dry, shall belong to all the sons of Aaron, to one as much as the other. This is the law of the sacrifice of peace offerings which he shall offer to the Lord. If he offers it for thanksgiving, then he shall offer it with the the sacrifice of thanksgiving, unleavened cakes mixed with oil, unleavened wafers anointed with oil, or cakes of blended flour mixed with oil. Besides the cakes as his offerings, he shall offer leavened bread with the sacrifice of thanksgiving of his peace offering, and from it he shall offer one cake from each offering as a heave offering to the Lord. It shall belong to the priest who sprinkles the blood of the peace offering. The flesh of the sacrifice of his peace offering for thanksgiving shall be eaten the same day it is offered. He shall not leave any of it until morning. But if the sacrifice of his offering is a vow or a voluntary offering, it shall be eaten the same day that he offers his sacrifice. Well, on the next day, he shall. On well, the next day, the remainder of it shall uh, may be eaten. The remainder of the flesh of the sacrifice on the third day must be burned with fire. And if any of the flesh of the sacrifice of his peace offering is eaten at all on the third day, it shall not be accepted, nor shall it be imputed on, to him. It shall be an abomination to him who offers it, and the person who eats it of it shall bear guilt. The flesh that touches any unclean thing shall not be eaten. It shall be burned with fire. And as for the clean flesh, all who are clean may eat of it. But the person who eats the flesh of the sacrifice of the peace offering that belongs to the Lord while he is unclean, that person shall be cut off from his people. Moreover, the person who touches any unclean thing, such as a, as human uncleanness, an unclean animal, or any abominable unclean thing and who eats the flesh of the sacrifice of the peace offering that belongs to the Lord, that person shall be cut off from his people. Verse 22, and the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to the children of Israel saying, you shall not eat any fat of ox or sheep or goat and the fat of an animal that dies naturally and the fat of what is torn by wild beasts may be used in any other way, but you shall by no means eat it. For whoever eats the fat of the animal of which men offer an offering made by the by fire to the Lord, the person who eats it shall be cut off from his people. Moreover, you shall not eat any blood in any of your dwellings, whether of bird or beast. Whoever eats any blood, that person shall be cut off from his people. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, He who offers the sacrifice of his peace offering to the Lord shall bring his offering to the Lord from the sacrifice of his peace offering. His own hand shall bring the offerings made by fire to the Lord. The fat with the the breast he shall bring, that the breast may be waved as as a wave offering before the Lord. And the priest shall burn the fat on the altar, but the breast shall be Aaron's and his son's. Also the right thigh you shall give to the priest as a heave offering from the sacrifices of your peace offerings. He among the sons of Aaron, who offers the blood of the peace offering and the fat, shall have the right thigh for his part. For the breast of the wave offering and the thigh of the heave offering I have taken from the children of Israel, from the sacrifices of the peace offerings, and I have given them to Aaron the priest and to his sons from the children of Israel by a statute forever. This is the consecrated portion for Aaron and his sons from the offerings made by fire to the Lord. On the day when Moses presented them to minister to the Lord as priests, the Lord commanded this to be given to them by the children of Israel on the day that he had anointed them by a statute forever throughout their generations. This is the law of the burnt offering, the grain offering, the sin offering, the trespass offering, the consecrations, and the sacrifice of the peace offering, which the Lord commanded Moses on Mount Sinai on the day when he commanded the children of Israel to offer their offerings to
1: the Lord in the wilderness
0: of Sinai.
1: Amen. 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 All right. Stretch if you need to. Man, Pastor Jason said a mouthful with all these things here going on. So many regulations. Yes. So many things that you have to do. So many things that steps that you got to take according to, to the word here. You know, it starts off right here in verse one. It says, likewise, this is the law of the trespass offering. It is the most holy, you know, and pretty much. That's where I stayed at. That's where I stayed at. I started to read this, and my mind started to go. And I started, so I got more in depth. And it says there, the most, the most holy indicates here that the priest was the recipient of this meat. Also, the priest officiating on, on, on the sacrifice must consume the meat, showing divine acceptance. You know, so when he received this. This offering, And when he took his portion of it, you know, he was like he was accepting what they have been giving to him. You know, it says there also there they they took a lot of work to get these offerings through. There was a lot of preparation. And, you know, and Pastor Jason last week, you know, he he hit it on the money when he was saying it was more like a giant big barbecue because they were going sacrificing offering after offering after offering. A lot of stuff was going on. You know, so I just took it back a step, and I look at it. what is a trespass. A trespass is when, when someone goes beyond one's right or violates the boundary or law. See, when when we trespass someone's property, we violate that property. We violate those boundaries. You know, and in Ephesians, uh, the brother Paul, you know, made it clear. He says, he says, and you. And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sin. So when he uses trespasses and sins, he puts them both together to show the seriousness of a trespass. You know, the Greek Greek word for trespass is paratoma, which means it's a false step. It's a falling away. It's tripping up. It is a deviation, of course stumbling away from the truth. A trespass could be intentionally or non-intentionally. A trespass offering in the Old Testament was offered by those who realize that they have committed a trespass. So if, so, in, in other words, if, if you don't know that you trespass against someone, you're not gonna know. But when you realize that you have trespassed. Then you had to come before the priest, and then you brought an offering for for that trespass. He says in James in James uh, three two, he says, "For all stumble in many in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, oh, and also able to build the the his whole body." But so he says there, he's a perfect man. So in reality, there is no perfect man but Jesus Christ. So none of us are perfect. So all of us, at one point or another, will trespass, or we have somebody trespass against us. Uh, an example of this is when, when a husband or wife trespass against one another, uh, in dealing with them harshly, or with hard words, you know, causing one, of, one or the other to pull away. So hard words, you know, is a trespass. A friend can trespass against another friend by breaking a trust or a betrayal. In Galatians 6.1 says, brethren, if a man is overtaking in any trespass, you who are spiritually spiritual restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourself the least unless you also uh, are tempted. So it says it talks about the trespass. It talks about reaching out to those that, that we know that if somebody's taken by by trespass, you know, the mature one needs to step up, the mature one needs to forgive. It says Matthew 6 14. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. So so here we go. It's so much into trespass. So it says that our father will forgive us when we forgive others. And sometimes, you know, when, when somebody trespasses, we get hurt, you know, and, and we feel betrayed. And sometimes that that, that puts a, a wedge between two individuals. And that's why we have to make sure that we stay focused on the word of God and allow the Holy Spirit to minister to us when situations like this arise. It says in Romans 3.23, it says, for all have sinned and fell short of the glory of God. You know, again, no one is perfect. The most beautiful thing here is that we serve a holy God who wants to forgive us when we turn to him. Unlike the law, you know, that you have to bring a a trespass offering and offer it to the Lord and bring it to, to man, to a priest to perform this for us. But today, you know, we can go directly to God. We can go directly to him when there is such a conflict, when there is a trespass, whether we commit it or somebody else committed, we can go to him. And it says in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. This sins or this trespasses, it doesn't matter how small they are, they can still separate us from God. We cannot allow situations to separate us from the Lord or separate us from one another. It says in Matthew's five twenty three and twenty four. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift. There before the altar and go your way. First, reconcile to your brother and then come and get the gift. See, God cannot accept our gift if there is something going on. If there's some type of sin, there's some type of trespass, there's something going on. We need to make sure that we fix it. We need to make sure that we go to Him because, again, none of us are perfect none of us are perfect in other words if i remember of a sin that i have that i have not handled or something that has that that it that someone has against me i need to ask that individual for forgiveness i need to approach that individual and try to clear the air i have learned throughout the years that a lot of misunderstandings, you know, and uh, they have had destroyed many relationships to include marriages a lot of times because we don't understand or, or we think something that's not even there, you know, and we feel that somebody has trespassed against us, has sinned against us. Sometimes those, those things create wedges. those things create a void in between, and they can destroy relationships and they can destroy homes. But then, you know, when you read the word of God, and sometimes, you know, we are, uh, we could be afraid of uh, addressing this issue. Sometimes we won't be afraid of approaching the individual and try to clear the air. You know, we need to get back sometimes to the basics of things. So, and and in Matthew 19, 26, and it, say, it says, but Jesus looked at them and said, with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Sometimes you can you don't think that you can fix it. Sometimes you think that you don't have the words, but you know what? All you have to do is go before the Lord and allow him to give you the words, and you can go, and you can speak, and you can clear the air. And Mark, again, Mark 10, 27, it says, but Jesus looked at them and said, with men, it is impossible, but not with God, not with God, for with God, all things are possible. We can' fix relationships. We can fix situations. All we need to do is to allow God to work in us and through us, and we can fix the relationship. You know, sometimes, trespasses could lead to pride, because we don't want to admit something, or because the other individual also want to admit something. And sometimes these trespasses could destroy us. That is why. We need to do what what the Lord has told us to do. It says in Proverbs 16, 18, pride goes before destruction and a hearty spirit before the fall. We cannot allow pride to hold us back. We cannot allow our feelings to stop us from clearing the air, from going before the individual, to repair this relationship to clear the air about this trespass upon this earth. And you know something? Sometimes the person doesn't even know they did anything. Come on now. Sometimes a person may just be, they're doing their own thing. They didn't even realize the trespass against you, and you are having a conniption. You are all all right, and you are saying, this person... Oh, you know, this person didn't talk to me or whatever. And sometimes we think that, you know, that they that they have something against us. And in reality, there's nothing against you for what the enemy has put there, what the enemy has said. You know, so we have to be careful. We have to be able to, to go before this individual and share and talk, you know, and and in um. In the Spanish language, you know, we always have, have a saying that, that, that is hablando se regla las cosas. In other words, speaking to each other, we can repair all things. Speaking to each other, we can clear the air. And sometimes it's just a matter of clearing the air, you know, clearing the air. That way we can be in the same page. You know, because, the, you know, the enemy, all he wants to do is divide. All he wants to do is destroy, you know. And when I started to read this particular chapter and I got to that word, just trespass, you know, all these things that I'm sharing to you this morning, you know, started to come up. All these things. And, and, and I said, let's say like, wow, the enemy can have us running circles when we don't need to have us going crazy and bring division that we don't need to. And unfortunately, sometimes in the church itself, there are many, so many broken relationships. And Pastor Brendan talks about church hurt, you know, and, and how we can hurt each other. Sometimes we don't even know it, you know, and we don't realize it. But you know what? I'd be the first one to say, if I offended you, or if, if, if I, by my actions, by my words, or something have offended you, I ask you to forgive me. I have no problem asking you to forgive me. I have no problem saying that I I did wrong. You know why? Because I am too old to be playing church. You know, I am too old to be worried about all these other things where God is telling me to be a peacemaker, when God is telling me, you know, to fix it, when God is telling me to repair. I have to be, like it says there, to be a mature Christian. Like again, Let's go back to Galatians 6:1 it says brethren if a man is overtaken in any trespass in other words if somebody's going through a trespass is dealing with a trespass whether you or somebody else against you you who are spiritual okay come on now you who are spiritual you that are mature you know restore such a one in the spirit of gentleness Come on, in the spirit of gentleness, considering yourself least you also be tempted. In other words, you need to do what I have told you to do. You need to step forward and you need to approach this individual and try to restore them. And of course, there's so many different, there's so many different guidelines that the Lord has already given us that you go before this person and you talk it over, and that person doesn't receive you, you take a witness. Yes, you do the best you can. But the most important is, my brothers and my sisters, is that we can have peace within ourselves, knowing that we tried, you know, and that's the only thing that God is telling us to do. Just try. Do the best you can. You be you and let me be God. You know, you do your best. And And you know what? And sometimes just by opening up your mouth, you know, like I said earlier, there is so much clarity. And there is so much peace, you know, because Christ came to give us peace, not the the peace that the world gives us, but his peace, which is supernatural peace, you know, and and in order for us to have this peace, you know, we need to make sure that there's no strife taking place, that there's no division taking place. And that's why I have no problem. If, I'm, if I messed up and you and you come to me, guess what? I'm going to receive that correction. You know why? Because, like I said earlier, I'm too old. You know, I just want peace, the peace of the Lord, you know, the, his peace. In Philippians 4, 6, and 7, it says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your petitions be known to God. In other words, I can go before God and I can... Offer him my prayers and my supplications with thanksgiving, you know, and I make my petitions be known to him. And before I go and approach this individual, before I go and I I talk to the individual about what's going on, you know, I ask the Lord to give me guidance, to give me the words, you know, to give me the peace. That way, way when I approach this individual, you know, the atmosphere can be just right, you know, and as I go forward. You know, he says there, and the peace of God, it says in verse seven. See, so after you do your prayer, after you make your request, Father, I'm going to go and talk to this individual. I'm going to go fix this relationship. You prepare the atmosphere. You give me the words. Scripture says that when I go before kings and princesses, I will open up my mouth and he will fill it. He will give you the words. He will give you the words of what to say. So therefore, after I finish praying, the Lord says here in verse 7 of Philippians 4, it says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So he will guide our hearts and our mind as we seek to do his will because his will is for us, his children, to walk in peace, to walk in joy, you know, that we be united, that we be, you know, in one course, you know, to to give God the glory, to worship him and exalt his holy name. My brothers and sisters, as we read this, and you read all the stuff that has to take place, all the, 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 the valleys and hills that they gotta do and climb, just to get an offering done, you know, all those steps. And today, all we have to do because of Christ Jesus is say, Lord, help me, forgive me, give me the words to what to say, go to this individual, you pray about it, and you speak. And you can see how easily sometimes just by clearing the air, healing, healing, And restoration comes upon you and upon this individual, and you can have the peace and you can have that joy. So, my brothers and sisters, as we read all of these sacrifices and as we read all the steps that they needed to take to have this peace, today all you have to do is go before the Lord and say, Lord, I surrender this to you. Lord, help me, give me the words, Father. And if it's me that I messed up, then, Lord, forgive me, and, you know, and I will go and ask for forgiveness. It's okay. It's okay. Because why? Because he has given you his spirit, and his spirit of forgiveness, because he forgave all of our sins, you know, and therefore, you know, Scripture says that we have to forgive one another. So, my brothers and sisters, if today there is something going on, or there's someone that you have an issue with, or they have an issue with you, pray about it. Go before the Lord. Fix the situation. Talk to each other. Bring it before God and let there be peace. Because the time has come, my brothers and sisters, that we need to be united. The time has come that we cannot allow situations to divide us like the world is divided. We need to be united in one course, and that is in Jesus Christ. We need to be together, united, you know, and and seeking peace with one another and and seeking God's uh, direction in our walk, in our homes, in our family, in our marriages. Sometimes the biggest argument comes out because of something that was so small. Something that happened. And it, goes, it gets blown out of proportion. And sometimes we just need to readdress that and go before the Lord and fix the situation. Because, again, Galatians 6.1 talks about spiritual restoration. In other words, us who are spiritual, us who are mature, we need to do our best to fix it. And I see a lot of mature people right here. Come on now. You're, you're all mature, just like I am. So if I offended you, I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to forgive me. You know why? Because I want to walk hand in hand with you. I don't want to walk apart from you. We need to be united in Christ Jesus. So my brothers and sisters, as we conclude this particular one, ver- one, little, one little verse here that I just read about trespasses, let's forgive one another if there's something going on. Let's forgive them that have hurt us and let us strive for peace and be like Christ because Christ came to give you life, to give me life, to heal us, to restore us, to strengthen us, to comfort us, to fill us with his joy and with his peace and his strength. So again, my brothers and sisters, I ask you, just like I've been doing I've been examining myself and I've been saying, if there's anything, forgive me and Lord and help me to forgive others, you know, and that's what all that God is asking of us, you know, and that's why he's gave it his word. You saw it in the law, you saw it in the Old Testament Leviticus, how hard it was to get to this point. And today we can just go right to the dad, we can go right to the father and we can say, Lord, forgive me and help me to forgive and heal and restoration will come. And that's why God will give you the strength to do that. Again, be anxious for nothing, but with all prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, given, let your requests be made into, known to God. So when you pray, Lord, receive them, touch them, and touch me and heal us. And he's going to do that. He's going to do that. I know that this was a little bit difficult. Maybe, you know, you didn't want to hear all this trespass, but you know, sometimes, you know, I have to just give you what I'm feeling in my spirit, you know, give you, because I love you. You're special to me. You all are. That's right, Nicole. I love you too, Nicole, you know, and, 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 and sometimes, you know, we need to say what we need to say to one another in love, you know, because we love each other. And I love you guys. And I want the best for you guys. Again, I pray that you will have a blessed week. I pray that that you will feel the presence of God all over yourself and all over your home and your family, because he's working it. He's working it. He's working it. You know, and the best is yet to come. I got to get excited what's happening. You know, we got a dream, dream team on Sunday night you know, let's get together, let's get involved, you know, those that you know that, that could serve, let's call them in, let's have a good time in the Lord, you know, and, and let's see what's happening, Uh, because God is on the move, and we need to get ready, you know, Pastor Jakes is always saying, get ready, get ready, get ready, I'm telling you guys, get ready, get ready, get ready, because the best is yet to come, the best is yet to come, let us pray, Heavenly Father, I just thank you for all my brothers and sisters, Father. I pray that you would just strengthen them, that you would just be with them, that you would just guide them, Father. Help us to be examples of who you are, Father, to be your hands extended, Father God, to be your mouthpiece extended, Father God, that when we speak, it will be you who speaks, Father. I pray for every, every home, every marriage, Father God, every family here, Father God, that is listening, Father. I pray that you will bless them, that you will meet them where they're at. Help us to be real with one another. Help us to forgive one another, Father, and help us to walk in unity, Father, because you want us to be united as one. Just like you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are one, Father, that we as your sons and daughters can be as one. So Lord, I pray for your blessings upon them, and I thank you in advance what you're doing. I thank you for their healing, and I thank you for meeting their needs, Father. For this we ask in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Have a blessed week. Be expecting he's on the move, and he's going to overtake you. Have a good week.